0: take your Bible and turn to Psalm 146, please. Psalm 146, and I have a few words I want to say uh, before we get into our testimony time. And so you'd be thinking about, well, if you haven't come prepared already, I want you to, to be, uh, try to do two things at once. Pay attention to what I'm saying and also think of the testimony that you're going to give, okay? <laughs> yeah, is that too much to do in the middle of the week? Is it too much to ask of you? I know life is so hard, isn't it? Alright, Psalm 146. I'm going to read this psalm and we're going to make a few comments out of it. Like I said before, Thanksgiving is more than a holiday. And it should be a verb. It should be action that comes from a heart that is thankful to the Lord for who He is. And we're going to find uh, this call to praise the Lord in Psalm 146. And let's begin in verse 1. You follow along. "'Praise ye the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God.' which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever, which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry. The Lord looseth the prisoners. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth righteous, the righteous. The Lord preserveth the strangers. He relieveth the fatherless and widows, But the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. The Lord shall reign forever, even thy God, O Zion, unto all generations. Praise ye the Lord. In this psalm, we find that the psalmist calls upon God's people and himself to lift up their voice in praise. And you see in verse 1, he says, Praise ye the Lord, talking to the people. Praise the Lord, O my soul. He's talking to himself. Here And he says, while I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. You see the word praise is listed several times there. That word, it simply means to celebrate. But it refers to a price or a value of something. In other words, he's saying that God is something of value. God is something worth celebrating celebrating, and he's calling upon himself and others to praise the Lord. And the idea here is that we will naturally pour out and we will naturally give praise to the Lord when he is something of value to us. We praise, we understand, we worship according to the value that God holds to us. Our praise says a lot about how much we value the Lord. Did you know that? It was interesting to me, uh, today, <laughs> I got called out uh, by, a, by an unbeliever and the Lord used it to convict me. I was a little grumpy, I was a little uh, annoyed and it, apparently it showed uh, in this particular situation, I wasn't mean to anybody, I was just within myself uh, but it, it was showing on me, and, and, and this guy's like, what? Uh, what's wrong with you? It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. You should be happy. And I'm like, was it showing? He's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. So then I was like, you know what? I said, thank you for that. I actually needed that. I needed to be reminded of that. In this very moment, that I have nothing actually to be uh, Uh, ungrateful for or unhappy about and I told him I appreciated that he called me out on that because absolutely I have every reason to thank and praise the Lord that's what I said to him and my thought again was, and the Lord used it to convict me but my thought was you know our praise to the Lord and our heart attitude says a lot about how much we value the Lord and as we consider this time of year that's upon us, there's a few things that we need to do. Number one, we need to stop. We need to take the time to actually count our blessings. How often do we do that? To actually take the time to name them and number them and count our blessings. Secondly, we need to consider the one who gives us the blessings. Amen. Uh, what would we, where would we be if it wasn't for the Lord and his graciousness to us? But then thirdly, we need to assess the state of our own heart towards God as well. Why is it that we aren't thankful when He is so gracious and good to us? Why is it that we spend a lot of time complaining and not giving of thanks unto the Lord? Well, we need to assess the state of our own heart toward the Lord. And praise is a natural outpouring of a heart that is already thankful unto Him. You don't have to coax it when there's a heart that's already thankful unto the Lord. It is a natural outpouring. And there's a few things I want to draw out of this passage here. The psalmist, first of all, states to us by by way of, of introduction, he, he states to us that the Lord alone is the one who is worthy to be praised. Notice how he says, Praise ye the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, while I praise the Lord, I will sing praise unto my God while I have any being. And then notice, notice what he says. He says, put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. And he says, his breath goes forth. He returns to the earth. He dies just like everybody else. And in that very day, his thoughts perish. And he says, the Lord is the only one who is worthy to be praised, first of all, because men will fail you. Men will always fail. In verses 3 and 4, he says men will disappoint you. Don't put your trust in princes. Don't put your trust in in the Son of Man. There's no help in him. Men will always disappoint. But, look at verse 5. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help. You notice how he says happy is the one who puts his trust in the Lord. The word happy there, it means blessed. It means most blessed. It means abundantly blessed. And it tells us that God is all that we need for today and for tomorrow. When you know the Lord, you have all the happiness that you need. You have all the help that you need. You have all the hope that you need in the Lord. Happiness is really found in walking with the Lord and having a relationship with Him. The help is found for the burdens of life. And the hope comes for the concerns of the future. Our future is settled in the Lord. And he says, happy or most blessed is the one who has the Lord as his help. But notice how he says, he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Who is this God of Jacob? Well, he tells us a little bit further in verse 6. He says, here's who he is. He's the one that made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever. You know who the God of Jacob is? He's the creator of all things. This is the one who is your help, he says. The creator of all things. And notice that he's the one who made the heavens. He made the earth. He made the sea. He made everything in it. He is all-powerful. And here's the principle. If He can do all of that, surely He can take care of my problems today. Amen? Amen? We get all flustered and we get all frustrated. And we get into times when we feel a bit hopeless. And in those times is when we need to go back to this truth right here. That my God is the creator of all things. He made heaven. He made earth. He made everything that is in it. And so when I'm stressing and when I'm burdened, this is what I need to go back to. My God is so much bigger than my problem. And he knows what's going on. That's a reason to praise him. Amen? Even in the middle of the problem. In verse 7, he says, "...which executeth judgment for the oppressed." you know what else this God of Jacob is? He's the judge. He is the ultimate judge. He's the one who executeth judgment for the oppressed. You know let me just tell you this. It's a waste of time fighting battles that God won't fight for you. You spend energy and you spend time fighting battles that God won't fight for you. you don't need to be in that one. Amen? And the point is, is is, is we can waste the time fighting battles that only God can fight for us. And that's not what the Lord wants us to do. God knows what's true. He's the one who keeps the truth. He knows the hearts of men. Don't fret. Don't waste time. God is the one who executes judgment for the oppressed. Praise the Lord. It's a reason to praise Him. Amen? To celebrate Him. In verse... This is the second part of verse 7. He says, Which giveth food to the hungry? The Lord looseth the prisoners. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth the strangers. He relieveth the fatherless and the widows. You know what else he is? He's, He's a compassionate father. That's what the psalmist is telling us here. He's a compassionate father. Not only does he provide... But he also understands. He understands your frame. He understands your condition. The Bible tells us that he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. Aren't you glad for that? Aren't you glad that the Lord doesn't hold us to some impossible standard of perfection? We would never be able to please him. Remember how the Pharisees tried to do that with people and they brought burdens upon them that were grievous to be born? Aren't you glad God's not like that with you and me? It's a reason to praise him. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 4 and verse 15 that we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. In other words, we don't have a high priest who's way out there, who's un- we don't have a God who, who doesn't understand our condition. In fact, it's the opposite. He was tempted in all points, like as we are, yet without sin. He understands the human condition. He understands our frame. He understands your feelings. And we shouldn't be controlled by our feelings. But you know what? Our God understands them. And He has what's right for us. But the point is, He's compassionate. He's compassionate towards His people. And not only does He provide, but He understands and He knows our frame. And I'm just so thankful that that's how the Lord treats me, as a compassionate Father. Not as one who is impossible and unreachable. Amen? Amen? You know, fathers in the flesh can be unsympathetic. They, cannot, they can be those who don't have any kind of compassion. They can be harsh. They can be stern. You know what? They can create a lot of fear and a lot of dread in their children. And They're always walking on eggshells because they don't know what's coming next. I am so glad God is not like that with me because I'm always failing in that regard. But you know what? He understands and he knows. And he doesn't put burdens on us that are grievous to be born. And so the psalmist says he's the the father who's compassionate here, who gives food to the hungry, and he raises up those that are bowed down, and he he preserves the strangers, and he relieves the fatherless and the widows because he's a compassionate father. It's a reason to praise him. And then in verse 10 he says, "...the Lord shall reign forever, even thy God." You know, another reason to praise him is because he's the king. He's going to reign forever. He's in control, and he always will be. At the end of the day, we look around and we see all the trouble and the chaos, and we see all of the, the up, uprising and the uprooting of the, of the normal that we would know, and, and it can cause people to be in fear. But he's the king who's in control, and he always will be. And you know, here's the truth. Before we get into our testimonies tonight, we need to understand that we don't deserve him. We don't deserve him, but he's the God of Jacob, the Bible says. You know, if I look back at Jacob's life, I realize that Jacob stumbled, Jacob made mistakes, but God remained his God. Amen? Verse 5 says, Happy is he. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help. That same God, the God of Jacob, is my God and yours. He's, a God of our, he's our refuge our refuge. But He doesn't just shelter us. He doesn't just provide for us. He strengthens us. He encourages us. He guides us. And you know what? You have lived through another year of life. We're coming to the close of 2023. If the Lord wills, we'll move into 2024. But we've had an entire year of God leading and God guiding, God being gracious, God being merciful in our lives. We ought to have reason to say thank you, and we ought to have reason to praise Him, to celebrate Him, amen? Because He's valuable. And so we want to take the time tonight to just exalt the Lord. Praise the Lord. And your testimonies don't have to be long. They don't have to be flowery, full of words, but what they do need to be is directed toward the Lord. I want to thank the Lord for something today. Does that make sense? That's that's where our testimonies need to go. To exalt the Lord Jesus Christ and thank the Lord and praise Him specifically for what He's done in our life. I'll start, and I just want to say thank you, Lord. And I want to thank the Lord for this church, for you. I'm so thankful for unity in the body that comes around truth. There's so much that's going on in the world. It's just so crazy. And we just see so much devastation in people's lives, and especially even in churches, in the Lord's churches. And I'm thankful that the Lord holds us together. Amen? I'm thankful for this family. And you ought to say, I'm thankful to my, for my family too. Maybe that's your physical family, but it also be, ought to be for this family right here. The Lord has given you a body. The Lord has given you a place to serve Him. The Lord has has set you in this membership as it hath pleased Him, 1 Corinthians 12, 18. And He's given you a, a way to be able to honor Him and serve Him through the Lord's church. We should never take that for granted, and I am certainly not taking it for granted. I just want you to know that I'm thankful for you, thankful to the Lord for you, and I love you very much. Thank you for your loyalty to Christ and to His Word. Amen. All right, other, pra- other, not prayer requests, testimonies tonight. I'm done talking. Yes, sir.